What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the planet today. It is Monday, September 26, 2022. I'm your host, Matt Norton, here by myself today because we had some scheduling stuff going on. So I'm just going to do this one solo. We have a shorter, fun episode for you today, and we're going to be talking about Patagonia versus climate change. And let's get right into it. Here on the planet today, we cover the latest in climate change, wildlife conservation, renewable energy, and environmental policy with two episodes every week coming your way Monday and Friday. Before we get into today's show, this episode is brought to you by Vala Alta. Vala Alta's Everyday Handkerchief is a high-performance daily-use handkerchief designed to help minimize your impact. Made in the United States from sustainably sourced Irish linen, capturing the material's historic craftsmanship and natural antimicrobial properties, handkerchiefs perfectly balance softness with durability and absorbency with rapid drying. Ideal for functional use in all settings from the outdoors to routine encounters, their small and lightweight design makes one a must-carry for wherever life takes you. Build your own bundles from limited edition colors at valaalta.co and save 15% with code TPT at checkout. That's V-A-L-A-A-L-T-A dot co and code TPT. Like I mentioned before the intro, we have one topic to cover for today's feature story. That's going to be Patagonia's owner giving up the company to fight climate change. So last week, Patagonia announced that from now on, the company would have one shareholder, Planet Earth. If we have any hope of a thriving planet, much less a business, it is going to take all of us doing what we can with the resources we have. This is what we can do, says Yvonne Chouinard, Patagonia's founder. Chouinard founded Patagonia in 1973 in California, in part because of his passion for rock climbing. The goal was for the company to be a leader in sustainability while also creating the highest quality products. He writes... We started with our products, using materials that caused less harm to the environment. We gave away 1% of sales each year. We became a certified B Corp and a California Benefit Corporation, writing our values into our corporate charter so they would be preserved. More recently in 2018, we changed the company's purpose to, we're in business to save our home planet. If you want to learn more about the founding of Patagonia and the founding of a similar company in both products and company values, you should check out season 32 of Business Wars by Wondery. It's titled The North Face vs. Patagonia. Patagonia is well known for its products, but also for its lifetime warranty on products and in-store repairs for damaged clothing and gear. The company encourages people to bring in their damaged goods to be fixed instead of throwing them out and contributing to more waste. I actually damaged a Patagonia jacket that I have a year ago, and they put a patch on it for free to fix it, and they said if it ever happens again, they'll just give me a new jacket and strip my old one for all of the usable materials from it so that it doesn't just contribute to a landfill. Another example of how the company actively fights waste is by incorporating recycled fishing materials into some of their products. Over the last 50 years, Chenard and the Patagonia team have seen the company grow to $3 billion as of this year. Chenard announced that the company would forego its profits by giving the entire company away to a uniquely structured trust and nonprofit designed to pump 
all of the company's profits into saving our planet. All profits in perpetuity will go to our mission to save our home planet, Shenard said. Him, his wife, and their two children worked with teams of company lawyers to create a structure where Patagonia will continue to be a for-profit company. However, all of its proceeds are going to benefit environmental efforts. Chenard's family donated 2% of all stock and all decision-making authority to a trust, which will oversee the company's mission and values. The other 98% of the company's stock will go to a nonprofit called the Holdfast Collective. The collective will use every dollar received to fight the environmental crisis, protect nature and biodiversity, and support thriving communities as quickly as possible, according to a statement that was released by Chenard. So Patagonia is still going to be making money. They're going to reinvest some of this money into their own business. From there, all money that the company makes will be distributed to the nonprofit, the Holdfast Collective. Chenard says instead of extracting value from nature and transforming it into wealth for investors, they're going to use the wealth that Patagonia creates to protect the source of all wealth, which is our planet. He actually told the New York Times he was horrified to be seen as a billionaire because he didn't have that much money. He didn't drive expensive cars. His family is considered outliers when it comes to billionaire philanthropy because most billionaires only give away a tiny percentage of their net worth every year. Yahoo News reported that by donating profits to the Holdfast Collective, it could create approximately $100 million per year to fight climate change. And that's only for one company. I don't see most companies doing this if we're being realistic. But what if a few more did? What if some of the outdoor companies that we love followed suit? You know, what if your REIs, your LL Beans, your North Face, your Camelback, your Ospreys, all of those companies that really rely on the outdoor community for their profit decided, hey, we're going to donate maybe not the whole company, but maybe a good portion, right? Like, we're still going to make money. We're still going to be able to pay our employees. We're still going to be okay. But this planet that we rely on for the products that turn into our clothes, our canoes, our backpacks, our water bottles, whatever it is, it all comes from planet Earth. We're going to protect that. And the community that we rely on is going to be benefiting because, hey, I really like hiking. If you're listening to this podcast, you probably like doing something outside. And you know it's a really, really good way to make sure that we can still do that? It's by the companies that we support anyway, putting their money towards protecting our planet. In Yvonne Chouinard's goal to protect the planet, Chouinard said they looked into selling Patagonia entirely, donating all of the money. But the issue was that there's no way to make sure that the new owner would maintain their values, keep their team together, and really just make sure that Patagonia was still going to be the Patagonia that a lot of us already know and love. He said they also could have taken the company public, but then they would be under the pressure of shareholders. And it's a lot harder to make decisions like, I don't know, donating all of your profits when you have people who are investing in your company and relying on you to make money. Since there were no options that Chenard was satisfied with, the Patagonia team made their own solution. And that's where working with that team of lawyers becomes so crucial because Look, you can't just say, and that's where it's so important that Chenard, his family, and the team of lawyers all came together with this central idea and said, let's make this work 
and let's protect our planet. Before we head out, I want to touch on a piece by Bloomberg that talked about the other side of this decision, which is taxes. Bloomberg kind of alluded to this move being almost in bad faith, and I don't know if that was intentional, but to me, that's how this came off. The headline of their article is, Patagonia billionaire who gave up company skirts $700 million tax hit. The article emphasizes that the Chouinard family will retain control of Patagonia without having to pay hundreds of millions of dollars in taxes. The Holdfast Collective is a 501c4 nonprofit, meaning that it can make unlimited political donations, which is different from the 501c3 nonprofits that a lot of us might be familiar with if you've dealt with any nonprofit work or donated to any nonprofits where they ask you, would you like a receipt for tax purposes? Those donations are tax deductible, that's why they ask, and that's for a 501c3. With the 501c4, it's not tax deductible because of the political implications of being able to make unlimited political donations. Chenard will have to pay $17.5 million in gift taxes for the amount of shares of the company that he transferred to the Holdfast Collective, but he won't have to pay taxes on the sale of the company or any inheritance his kids receive. I think... If we're being honest, this is a bad faith argument here that Bloomberg is making because Patagonia's CEO openly supported a higher corporate tax rate in the proposed Build Back Better bill. Patagonia has historically paid its share in taxes, and as a company, they're basically saying, we are going to lower our profits to protect the planet. Instead of lowering their profits to pay more taxes that better our country, they're lowering their profits to better the planet here. Professor Ray Madoff of Boston College said that this is a risky move because it basically lets ultra-wealthy people and companies opt out of helping the government to do whatever they want with their money. I'm going to close this one out by pulling a comment from a Reddit user with the username CloneZJim who said, If I pay $30,000 taxes on $100,000 income and I stop making the $100,000 income, am I up $30,000? Sure, there's tax savings, but that comes after the fact that they had to relinquish ownership of something valued way higher than those tax savings. So yeah, there's tax benefits to doing this, but let's not pretend that this was a bad faith move and doesn't benefit the planet. Personally, I think this is awesome. And yeah, I guess they're avoiding $700 million in taxes, but they're also missing out on a $3 billion company that's going to profit year after year after year. So... This isn't just something that's going to be a way to save money. This is a way to use your money to protect the planet, to protect the source of all of your money, to protect the source of all of our money. This is a great move, and I don't think this is going to become commonplace. But it makes me really hopeful that maybe a few other companies might follow suit to some degree and start donating way more of their profits to the source of those profits. We're going to close this episode out today with one last thing that Yvonne Chouinard said in his letter explaining why Patagonia is doing this. Despite its immensity, the Earth's resources are not infinite. And it's clear we've exceeded its limits. But it's also resilient. We can save our planet if we commit to it. And that'll do it for today's episode of The Planet Today. We're going to be back on Friday for some quick hits to send you into your weekend. 
Go follow our socials at Planet Today Pod for more TPT in the meantime, and make sure to turn on notifications wherever you listen so you don't miss an episode. For the Planet Today, I'm Matt Norton. See you on Friday. Thank you.